Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Aloe Cadabra. Aloe Cadabra is 95% organic aloe vera. Visit www.alocadabra.com today. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Oh, dear love, what happened to your voice? I'm going to play a transvestite today. <laughs> a transsexual. You're silly. <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm, I'm in my... He has uh, a collar on. He put my collar on. I wore that collar to the Playboy Mansion this week. And D-Love saw it on my desk. I'm surprised you didn't put my lipstick on too, D-Love. Uh, no, that can go someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Last week, we talked about some great info on aphrodisiacs. I ordered a big box of stuff because I wanted to experiment on D-Love. So the pine pollen arrived last night, D-Love. How's it going? Uh, I, I don't know if it was that or the cacao or whatever, but I, I couldn't sleep at all last night. And you woke Had up a, with Yeah, big old erection in like 4 o'clock in the morning. I could have been a pea boner, but, you know, because I get those. But <laughs> pretty strong. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what happens. But you know what we didn't do? We didn't test your hormones first before you started taking all the stuff. I know. Got to do that. Yeah, you got to go get it. No, you're not allowed to take any anymore. Uh. <laughs> so aphrodisiacs are one thing to boost your sexual juices and vitality, but so can ancient techniques from Eastern practices like Tantra and Taoism. I've been a Tantra practitioner for over 10 years, and Tantra can be a lifestyle that enriches all elements of our life. It's not just a form of mastery of our sexual energy, but much more than that. My expert guests for today, Steve and Lakita Carter, have taught 15,000 people the art of tantric sexuality. They're going to share some of their secrets to celebrating and harnessing your sexual energy or life force so that you can learn how to transform life into an ecstatic experience. Tantra isn't just about relationship, and you don't have to be in a relationship to practice tantra. For singles, couples, and everywhere Everyone, everywhere in between, this episode will fill you in on ways to incorporate Tantra for deeper love, better sex, and blissful enlightenment. D-Love, the first Tantra class I ever took was on Ipsalu Tantra Kriya Yoga. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that means? 
I know what the whole Kriya thing is because we talk about being Kriatic. And- mm-hmm. Kriya is a Sanskrit word for action, meaning mm. action. I use a adjective called Kriatic to describe how I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have like uh, orgasms that are just sort of jerking, twitching. I sometimes call it flopping. <laughs> the flopping orgasm. Flopping orga- You have flopping orgasms now, D-Love. I know. Can't yep. stop them. Can't stop them. So I spent lots of years t- practicing and teaching this lineage. I think I'm going on like 14 or 15 years of wow. practicing Tantra, maging myself. I started very young. I recommend visiting, visiting the Absolute Tantra site uh, if you want to find out more about the particular lineage that I started in. It's tantrabliss.com, and you can find out more about Bodhi Avanasha and the lineage. Um, Bodhi was my teacher, one of my teachers, so... I've had many Tantra teachers over the year. Do you love you're looking at me very like I don't know, he's looking me up and down like I'm saying something very strange. Is is Tantra that uh thing that Sting and Trudy did where he had sex for twelve hours? It's true. Tantra. Tantra. Is is the thing that uh that they did that Sting did. But, you know, he jokes about that now and he says that it started with like dinner and a movie beforehand and all that kind of stuff. So I actually have had sex for 20 hours, not intercourse the whole time. but With Sting? Not with Sting. <laughs> Boy, that would be fun though. Maybe you'd play me music. Um, but one of the best things that Tantra gave me was a daily practice that I could do by myself, not just with a partner. But uh, I've added my own twist to the practices over the years and would like to share my personal practice with all of you listeners to Dead Today. Blah, blah, blah. D-Love, I think this might be the first time that you're learning any of this. Because I I haven't taught you a Tantra class before. No, but I've been around the Tantra uh, groups. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you keep pronouncing it Tantra? And we've done some episodes on Tantra. (laughs) You're just doing that because you know it bothers me. Yep. Do Tantra in the ashram. Tantra in the ashram. That sounds dirty. Yeah. Tantra in the ashram. Tantra ah, in the ashram. The, the ah sound. The sound of the heart. Love. Ah. Ah. Ooh. E. O. Ah. Okay, D-Love. Um, I'm going to have to do something with D-Love today. He's a little sprightly. <laughs> or naughty or something. I don't know what's going on with him. You're ornery today. Just getting frisky. Okay. So it doesn't ta- doesn't tantra mean yes? Yes, it can mean like it, it in Sanskrit it means to weave, but um to weave? Yes. It's like weaving it all into your life. We'll hear more about it. I, I have to ask every Tantra teacher what their definition of Tantra is when I have them in the show. So of course I'll ask Stephen Lakita Carter later. Their website is Ecstatic Living if you want to go there and check out more about them before I have them on. But um, I wanted to share my personal practice, my personal Tantra practice. So I always start with intention. Intention being the most important thing for me is like, why am I doing this? Is it to have better sex? Is it to connect more deeply with myself? Is it to obtain enlightenment? Today's topic is Tantra sex and enlightenment. So, you know, for me early on, it was all about enlightenment. Everything was about my spiritual practice and using my sexuality to enhance my spirituality. Um, so that's I, I that I think is has been my number one intention. But there's also like healing. I think that was a big part too. Has been I need to heal something. I need to 
work on something. I need to send the sexual energy into something. There's all kinds of things that you can manifest. So let's just say for today, my intention today is to connect more deeply with myself and to feel at peace or relax because things are stressful and chaotic these days. Yeah? What's your, what's your intention, D-Love? My intention is to create openings for all of the creative life stuff that I want to make happen amidst all the chaos and stuff that I have to make happen. Sounds good. Sounds like a good intention. Creativity. You know, they say in Tantra that creative energy and sexual energy are very similar, even the same. So there you go, D-Love. You can use your sexual energy to create, to manifest art and music and amazing dance and things that you want to do. Make it a baby is pretty creative. Yeah, we did that too. All right. So the next step after the intention for me is activating my body in something physical, really getting myself alive and awakened. Something very simple is just shaking. I like to just shake my body. Can you shake, D-Love? Come on, D-Love. All right, everybody, shake. just shake your right arm. Just shake it, 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 shake it. And you keep shaking it and put on some good music, maybe move around, move your arm around. And then you stop and you notice. What do you notice, D-Love? Tingling in my arm. I feel aware of my joints, feel some blood in there. Some liveliness has come to my arm. (laughs) So there we go. We got uh, activating the body. So that could be stretching. That could be going to the gym, running, dancing, whatever you do, yoga, whatever you do that really activates the body. From there. do, Do they have a Wii Tantra? No, I don't think so. But you could play your Wii if uh, you want that to be part of your activation, D-Love. It could be a good thing, like Wii for ta- uh, Tantra for Wii. Okay. All right, D-Love. <laughs> um, okay, stillness is the next piece. And that's not, me- that's not necessarily meditation. Stillness. D-Love's not being still. Still, D-Love. Rest that hand. Relax that hand. And now just notice the breath moving in and out of your nostrils. Nostrils is always a funny word whenever I say that. Are you noticing your breath moving in and out of your nostrils? Mm-hmm. There you go. Or it could be watching the thoughts that are racing through your mind. D loves watching his thoughts now. He's showing me. He, he's doing very bad acting right now. He's demonstrating to me that he's watching his thoughts. Okay. And then the next step for me is arousal, like really getting myself juicy and aroused. And that, that could just be as simple as doing root locks or mula banda. We call it in Tantra, the, the root lock. There's that phone again, D-Love. We keep forgetting to unplug it. Um, so the root lock or, you know, anything that arouses you. For me, it might be trying out the new sex toy I have to review. I tried out that cheeky, that blue thing over there. It was really great. Cheeky by Toy Friend. Fantastic. I really liked it a lot. Anyway, hit the G spot, like the A spot. Dish? No, the one that looks like a satellite dish. That one, um, I like that one more for like acupressure massage, not necessarily for masturbating with, self-pleasuring with. So the arousal section, that could be your self-pleasure practice or whatever really, really arouses you. D-Love is going to rip his headphones off again. What are you doing, D-Love? He's rolling around, distracting me from my practice. And then transmutation. So out of the arousal comes the transmutation, which for me means moving sexual sensation. Oh, he's grabbing my sex toys is what he's doing. Uh Uh-oh. He's doing the arousal piece. I'm scared. (laughs) 
Um, out of that is the transmutation. Oh my goodness. Do you love, do you want me to describe to people what you're doing right now? Um, uh, transmutation, moving it through the body. I use breath, um, sound, movement, laughter. Um, simple breath is just inhaling in, contracting at the root, and then taking a sniff of air and exhaling and relaxing the root. Meditation or play is the last step. Either just noticing the sensations from the practice or playing, meaning like your whole rest of your day or doing sensual massage or making love if you're with a partner, um, that that can be really amazing too. So can you hear that vibrator? D-Love has my vibrator. He's playing with it. Anyway, we're going to go to our break. More Sex with Jaya and our guest Stephen Lakita Carter when we return. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Allocadabra. Feel the magic happen. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and wellness network are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night jaya world-renowned sexologist has created the ultimate educational experience for couples oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series guys learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring women Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. 
Aloe Cadabra is the only personal lubricant that's 95% organic. Check out why they're my favorite lubricant at alocadabra.com and enter coupon code Jaya for 20% off. That's J-A-I-Y-A for 20% off. You know, Brian contacted me this week from Alocadabra and he was telling me that they're building a new website that's going to list all the chemical compounds and in different lubricants. Mm. And, uh, you know, what the studies are behind them and the science as to why, you know, parabens and all that stuff's not so great. So I'm totally behind that idea. Because I guess there's like a chemical, there's a website that has like all the, the, the rates it based on the chemical toxicity of what's in it. So mm-hmm. D-Love still has that vibrator on his leg. Okay, our guests today, I'm so excited about having them on. Tantra teachers, Steve and Lakita Carter. They've been teaching Tantra for many, many years. And like I said earlier in the show to over 15,000 people in their workshops. Their website is ecstaticliving.com, so I encourage you to go there. And they have my DVDs on their website, D-Love. Oh, I, I hear, know. hear they do yeah. a good job at selling them. Yes, they do. Hello, Steve and Lakita. Hi, Jaya. Hi there. Hello. So I, you know, a lot of my listeners know about Tantra. We've done a couple of shows about it, but I'm always curious because... I feel like every person who teaches Tantra has a different definition of what Tantra is to them. So I'm curious, what are your definitions of Tantra? Well, if I think about the simplest definition, I would be thinking about the word yes. And yes is an expansive word. And, of course, like if I live my life saying yes, I'm not going to say yes to, to every single thing. But inside of me, I'm going to look and see what is my truth. Now, if somebody says, hey, Steve, do you want to go to the movies? I can say no. But inside of me, if I look inside, I can find that, yes, what is the truth? And so I want to, I want to live my life with that word yes and expand every moment. And also the word acceptance. I want to accept myself exactly for who I am. Now, of course, if I'm partying and having a good old time, that's going to be really easy. Like, hey, I can accept Steve just how he is. But if I'm kind of down in the dumps one day, how do I really accept that? You know, take a breath in and accept myself for exactly who I am. Now, the thing is, the, oppor- the opportunity is always there because the universe gives us another, another moment. And if I don't always want to be something else than I am, like, I can, I can just expand with the next moment. And the word acceptance for other people also. Like other people meaning, if I look over at a beautiful goddess like Lakita, <laughs> I have no problem at all saying, hey, I can accept this, babe. But, you know, if I think of some of our past political leaders, I kind of cringe, right, and say, oh, my God. <laughs> now you're so, speaking D-Love's language. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like accepting others, you know. It's like Ram Dass, he used to have like a picture of George Bush. On, on his altar, right? <laughs> and every morning he would wake up, he'd look over, and he'd see that picture of George Bush, and he would say, "Oh my God, I've got to do so much work on myself." <laughs> 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 so, uh, 
Yeah, so so for us, Tantra is a, is a spiritual path. You know, it's a spiritual path like many other spiritual paths, but the one, the way it's set aside, apart from other spiritual paths, is basically because it em- embraces, it includes our sexuality as a powerful tool for our transformation. You know, there's many different spiritual paths and religious persuasions, but most of them are very, very busy in talking about the body as this bad thing and sexuality or sexual energy or energy per se as something that's to be repressed or certain of areas of the body are bad or if you play with yourself you get this long hair at the palms of your hands well I don't have hair there and I'm a perfect you know person I've been self-pleasuring since I was 12 so you know I can say there's nothing wrong about it and you know Tantra is the one spiritual path that really celebrates our sexual energy our life force energy as a as a powerful way to live a more spiritual meditative and vibrant orgasmic life Mm. and in fact tantra as a spiritual path for us also celebrates the body it's a body-based spiritual path you know it's not something that goes on in the head and i mean we can read as many books as we like and watch as many videos as we want but what it really comes down to is tantra is something that happens with our body it's our very breath our very essence our very life force energy and in, in that way, we also celebrate our body. You know, so many people say things, the body is bad and the body is too big or too small or this or that. But as a tantricus, we celebrate our body as the temple of the spirit. And whatever it is that we do with our body, we make love, we run, we dance, we shake, we laugh, all these different things. They're all expressions of our life force, our sexual energy. And so we use that that life force energy to bring more vibrancy into our bedroom and into our boardroom, if you want to say it like that. So it includes all the elements of our life. And mm. if I had to give another definition of Tantra that's really important for us is that we see ourselves as perfect, you know, perfect in the physical way, perfect as, as human beings. In fact, you know, there's all these practices in, in Buddhism and Tantric Buddhism where, you know, you bring in the enlightened uh, deity into your body and you embody the qualities of this deity. And so what we like to do is we like to embody the God and the goddess right now, every moment, mm-hmm. as much as we possibly can, because when we do that, we can make relationship with others in a way that is much more respectful and a lot more celebratory than if we make relationship from the mind and from the imperfection and judgment. So being a god and a goddess is a very important part, seeing that in ourselves and seeing that in our beloved and those around us. Do you love am I your goddess? Pardon? You. <laughs> <laughs> She's asking if she is my goddess. And oh, yes. that's exactly right. And Steve is my <laughs> handsome god. I can see him sit right over there shining with his beautiful eyes. What radiance. <laughs> <laughs> well, know, last I week I was D-Love's huh? aphrodisiac. Say again? So this week, last week I was D-Love's aphrodisiac. So this week I'm, I get to be your goddess, right? Ooh, nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. My so, goddess Aphrodite. Ooh. Put them all together. Put them all together. One. I'll be your aphrodisiac and your goddess. Aphrodite, God, God, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so one of the questions I often get about Tantra is, do you have to be in a relationship to practice it? What do you think? No, because like, it's like to practice Tantra is a way of life. And I'm not going to like be always with my partner to be practicing Tantra. It's if I walk down the street and I'm breathing and I'm smelling the flowers, 
You know, I can be fully orgasmic in that moment and just staying in present time. Like if I'm, if I'm going to like uh, not only like just walk down the street, I could, uh, you know, if I was going to make love, I could make love with myself. I don't have to have a partner. You know, I can self-pleasure. I can come into uh, a highly ecstatic space. I can come into a place of oneness with all just by myself. I can do that in meditation, self-pleasuring, yoga, walking down the street, and all this is part of Tantra. What, Having a what great would be, conversation, anything. What would be some basic uh, practices, some things that would bring you into that state of connection with yourself? Well, I mean, like, you know, even, even like yoga. I mean, you can do that every day. And me, I like to find a space every day where I can open up and find my stillness and find my essence about who I am. And so I do that with yoga. Also, I do that, it's not really by myself, I do that with acupuncture once a week. I love that, right? And I do that with self-pleasuring. You know, self-pleasuring. Hey, that's like the, you know, it's like just because I'm in a fabulous relationship with a wonderful goddess doesn't mean that I don't have time to self-pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> so, I mean, there, and, and when I say, you know, walking down the street and smelling the roses, you know, that, that's almost a metaphor about how, how to really walk down the street. Are you walking down the street and your goal is, is point B? Or you're walking down the street and it's the journey where you are smelling the roses and each step is a step. That's the journey to the orgasm. Yep. Instead of walking down the street, let's think of it in, in terms of orgasm. Are you enjoying the roses on your way to the orgasm? Or are you oh, just getting absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, you know, for me also the thing about Tantra is that Tantra is really something that begins with me. It's not something that is, you know, some people say, oh, Tantra is just this thing you do in a relationship and Tantra is just about making the sex life in the relationship better. But as a spiritual path or even as a form of sexual mastery, it's something that begins with me first, you know. And, for example, if I had to give an example what I would do every day to get myself to, you know, to celebrate myself as a tantric goddess is one of the things is just to be true to my desires and wishes. What are they today? You know, do I want to be touched lightly today or do I like to be touched like more firmly? Do I like my, my beloved to hug me really long or do I want to have some space? You know, and just to really be clear about myself and to connect with myself or, you know, many of the tantric practices that we teach in our workshops, they actually can be done by ourselves. You know, we can, like Steve said, do the self-pleasuring, but, you know, the desires, fears, and boundaries where, where we investigate really every moment how we like things, what are our wishes, what are our boundaries. And for that, I don't even need a partner. That can extend to any part of my life, you know. Mm -hmm. And so tantra, for me, is a much bigger, a much bigger way of being. But once we have... You know, once we start on the tantric path by ourselves, it's much better and more, more easier to practice with another person and then reach out to everyone in the divine space out there, you know. Because mm -hmm. the, the fact is we need to love ourselves first before we can really go and share love with another, you know. I right. mean, that's a kind of a cliche sentence, but to me that's really true. 
We're talking with Steve and Lakita Carter of ecstaticliving.com. If you want to go and check out their website, they're doing some really fantastic work and they've got some really great resources there for you, ecstaticliving.com. And when we get back, we're going to, we have to take a break. They always come so fast. Um, no pun intended. I really didn't mean, I didn't really mean that pun. pun. Um, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about Tantra as a lifestyle and some practices that you can do to start incorporating Tantra into your life. Um, and I, I'm really excited to hear about practices because I think that that's, you know, people really want to learn and they really want to know about how can I do this? What do I need to do? What's one thing that I can do um, to just start to start? Where do I start? Yes. So more Sex with Jaya when we return. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral sex for couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is Aloe Cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe Cadabra. Feel the magic happen. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're back, and I promised that when we got back, we'd talk a little bit about Tantra as a lifestyle. So, Lakita, I know that this is something that you're really interested in. Can you explain to me a little bit about um, how you practice Tantra as a lifestyle? Yes, I would be very happy to do that. You know, I was thinking, as I was thinking about this interview, I was thinking, you know, the word lifestyle is kind of a loaded word, you know. 
Some people, they, they refer to the, the swinging community, to lifestylers. Mm. So I think I'd like to rephrase that a little bit because for me, Tantra really is a way of life. You know, I've been practicing Tantra since I was 15 years old, and so that's been like 33 years. And so wow. Tantra is really something that permeates every aspect of my life very practically. You know, as I, even as I wash the dishes, for example, you know, I feel the warm water. I'm connected with my senses as much as I can. Or when I sit at the computer and I work, you know, I do things like squeeze my PC, my love muscles, just to stay in connection with that part of myself, you know, to come present to that rather than living in the head all the time. Or, you know, pretty much anything I do, I try and do with this feeling, like I was saying earlier, of being a goddess. You know, I try and connect with the, the life as a goddess. I try and live as much as I can orgasmically in a sexual fashion, you know, when I make love or when I self-pleasure or when I go to a dance or when I, when I do pretty much anything. I like to keep this feeling of orgasmic energy flowing through my body. And I also like to live every moment as if it was my last, you know, just as a, as a way of life. Like, we don't know how long life is going to last, so we might as well make the most of it right now, right? Mm. It sounds very juicy and very yeah, alive. It's, it's very good. It's very good. I also want to say one other thing about that is that so often, you know, and I hear that all the time in the workshop. So we have a workshop and people say, oh, yes, and the workshop was very nice, but when I go back to my real life, then this, mm-hmm. that, and the other will be different, right? And I always say, well, why is that? You know, why is there this distinction between what is the real life and what is the now life, right? The workshop life, the, the love life, the vacation life, the work life, you know, all these different boxes of life that we have that we like to categorize. Well, I like to think of life as one life. And so as a tantrika, I try and give it my very best to get out of these little boxes and to try and bring more equanimity into all areas of my life, all together as one life, you know, rather Mm -hmm. than these different types of lives that we have boxed up. And so that's my take on that. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much. You know, that brings up a question for me. How do you work with people who say they've had some pretty... big traumas in their life, some things that it makes it hard for them to see life in this way or, um, you know, I don't want to say like putting on rose-colored glasses, but but to breathe into and to feel into this when they're, they've had so much suffering or people having economic suffering in the world, what, what do you do with that? Well, basically, there's always going to be suffering in the world. I mean, it's just that's the way, that's part of what life is, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, at the same time, you know, there's always, like, the, the other side of suffering, joy, right? And it's just like, you know, like, it's like, like the saying is it's not how much stress you have, it's how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's, it's one thing, like, you know, if, if you're walking around, you know, and you're thinking, like, hey, I'm a victim or something like that, and it's another thing if you're going to take a breath and just feel who you are. And everybody needs a meditation practice of some form or another. If it's walking in the woods, if it's uh, doing meditation, if it's doing yoga, if it's making love, if that's your meditation practice, so you can get into your essence about who you really are, to be able to feel like you're something more 
than your emotions or than your stuff. So you have like a backdrop that you can drop in to like, oh, that's who I, I really am. And this emotional stuff is part of me, but it's not the, the true me. Now, mm-hmm. when people can empower themselves to feel who they really are, then it's easier to make a step into, into their essence, and it's easier to, to, even if they are have problems, it's easier to, to ex- find a place of expansion. And mm-hmm. with expansion, with each breath we take, uh, you know, is important because every breath is a new breath. Now, a lot of times, like, people might have some sexual trauma in their lives. Now, with sexual trauma, it's like they're going to always have some form of trauma in their life, and they're always going to remember that. It's not like they're just saying, that part of my life is forgotten, but you can create new experiences. The subconscious doesn't know anything about time and space. And if you can actually have, like, a good experience through a more session or sexual healing work or whatever it, can, it happens to be, you can expand in that place of, like, wow, I felt that expansion. And you can feel that place of contraction also to really feel that and let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go, and it might come back. But at, at some point, you're going to feel, I have choice. I can go down that track which I've been down a thousand times, or I can take a breath and I can say, I have choice here, I can go down another track. And so, you know, we want to continue to expand no matter what our life experiences have been, but to expand into that place of being orgasmic. And even if someone is sad, they can be orgasmic in that sadness. I mean, I, I totally say, don't stuff emotions. Let's let them roll. Let's let them... Be expressed. Express yourself. And, you know, you can find that place of essence in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Lovely. D-Love, are you dropping in over there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> D-Love's really quiet. He's, like, staring out the window, looking at the mountains. I think that the Steve and Lakita are having an effect on him. He's just, like, chilling out over there. Oh, he sounds like he's in deep meditation himself. Yeah, he's in deep meditation. Ecstaticliving.com is the website. My guest, Steve and Lakita Carter. So, uh, Lakita, what's one thing that you could give people today to start incorporating Tantra into their lives? Well, okay, let's see. The one thing that I would recommend to start incorporating Tantra into your life is like, let's say, for example, right now, whoever listens to this radio show at this moment just take a breath, look a person in the eye, somebody, I don't know, it must be somebody around, nearby, you know, look this person in the eye if you're driving down the road, look at the person in the car next to you, look at the cashier, look at, you know, look at anybody and just really look into each other's eyes, make a connection and just really appreciate them for who they are. Well, that's one way you can do it. Or, for example, you can bring into your life Tantra right now if you, Offer your partner, if you happen to have a partner, offer them a massage. Offer them a massage tonight. And as part of the massage, ask your partner what are their desires, what are their fears, and what are their boundaries about this massage. And then listen to that. And then as the giver, you can then also tell your receiver, your partner, what are your desires, fears, and boundaries for this massage. You know, and so by, by communicating in that way, you're bringing in a new element into the massage or into the time together. And so that, those are just two small things one can try. You know, it just depends on 
I mean, there's so many things we can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like another thing you could do is like begin to be aware of your energy, the energy in your body. Now, of course, if you're making love, you know, you can really feel that energy, right? If you're getting especially close to an orgasm, you can feel all the energy in the body. But I would say, you know, just every day, if you're sitting riding in the subway or a bus or wherever, you know, to be able to tighten that PC muscle, that muscle like uh, that the women do kegels with or if the, if the men have to take a pee, right, when they stop their pee, that muscle down there, the PC muscle, and just breathe, squeeze that PC muscle and breathe that energy up to your heart or even higher, but at least to your heart, and exhale it back down. And just do that. Inhale up, squeeze the PC, let it go and let it come back down. And you're beginning to have an alternative pathway where energy can flow. Like a lot of times when people are making love, you know, they're getting love, they're making love, everything is getting really hot and bothered. And then they have an orgasm and all their, especially I'm talking to the guys here, all their energy goes right out their penis and they have a genital orgasm. And then their lovemaking is over. It's like we want to learn how to train that energy to move upward through our inner flute, right, so we can irrigate our whole body with our energy. Now, just with when it's like when you're riding on the subway and you just squeeze that PC muscle, it's not really hot. It's cool energy. And you want to start really training your energy when it's cool. You might just have a little single-track trail going up to your crown chakra, but you have a six-lane freeway going out your penis or your genitals. <laughs> right? So we want to like try to get that little single track that goes up to your crown. Begin, you know, building that up. Get used to that energy flowing upward, right? So just in every day, you know, you're you're driving your car. You stop at the stop sign. Bring it up to your crown, at least to your heart, and exhale. Bring it back down. And when I do that, I always like to arch my back. And then when I exhale, rounded pelvic thrust. You know, and you do that three, four times, you know, just sitting at the stoplight, looking around at the people next to you and have a big smile. (laughs) You do it, right? You're beginning to train your energy and become aware of it. So when you make love the next time or your self-pleasure, if you don't have a partner, your self-pleasure, you give the intention. (laughs) You say, hey, I have the intention. I want to move my energy up to my crown chakra today, right, or at least to my heart. And, you know, your self-pleasure and your self-pleasure, you're breathing, you're moving your body. Ooh, it's getting good, right? You're not going to have a genital orgasm. You set your intention because energy follows intention. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it doesn't always work that way if you're really hot. If you become more aware of that, you begin drawing that energy up way, upward and you can have a full-body orgasm. Mm-hmm. And then so, you guys, right, you know, like once you master that, become master of your ship, right? All sorts of good things happen. I mean, all sorts of good things. I mean, your lady's going, oh, my God, my man, he is so hot. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is when you, you bring that energy up, you know, and you say, hey, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to really want to, don't want to have a genital orgasm right now. I want to have a full body. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten full body orgasms, <laughs> and you're getting really high. You're getting in the higher state of consciousness. 
And after a while, your lovemaking might not be friction sex. You might just be sitting there with your partner, fully open, connected with yourself, connected with the whole universe, not even knowing your name anymore. Mm-hmm. On that note, not else. even knowing my name, we have to take a break. More <laughs> Sex with Jaya when we come back. Okay. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. one 472 5787 That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Let's say you're female. Let's say you're over 50. Let's say your partner takes a little blue pill. Let's say he's ready to go maybe four hours. Let's say that's unfair. There's no little blue pill for women, but there is aloe cadabra, the first personal lubricant that's made from 95% organic aloe. So it's as natural as nature, which means it naturally does for your body what your body may no longer naturally do for itself. We're not saying that it will last four hours, but if you're lucky, neither will he. Aloe cadabra. Feel the magic happen. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you ready to become an oral sex aficionado and give your partner unforgettable pleasure day and night? Jaya, world-renowned sexologist, has created the ultimate educational experience for couples. Oral Sex for Couples features over 100 techniques in a three-volume series. Guys, learn hand and mouth combinations that will send her soaring. Women, Master ancient oral arts that will not only leave him breathless, but are said to keep you youthful and glowing. Both of you will be inspired to try the best positions for comfort and pleasure as you make love with your mouths. Watch now at www.oralsexforcouples.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. For a little sensual massage that incorporates elements of tantric sexuality, check out my series Red Hot Touch at redhottouch.com. You'll learn how to arouse your lover's entire body and techniques for optimal genital pleasure. Thank you so much to my guest, Stephen Lakita Carter, who are on today. Ecstaticliving.com is their website. So 
if you guys could share in this last segment some practices people can do that are tantric that might improve their sexual lives. Okay, wonderful. There's, there's many, many of such practices, and I'll start by talking a little bit about communication. Because what we found is that communication, like in our own relationship and in all these other relationships of our students and clients over the years, that communication is crucial to an excellent sex life. And mm-hmm. so we often do a process. We do that with each other again and again. We've been together in a monogamous relationship for 13 years now. And so we do this practice again and again, and we always recommend it to our clients. It's a communication practice about one person tells the other one how they like to be loved. So one person asks the question, and the other partner simply answers the question, how they like to be loved physically, emotionally, how they like to be touched here, how they want to be loved and supported there, and whatever he it might be. He telling me he wants his anus touched. <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, do you want to do that right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, you, he does? Okay, well... Anyway, so you just will tell her exactly how you want to touch, right? Where you want to touch, the speed you want to touch, the, and so forth and so forth. And the other person will simply listen. And you do that like for, I don't know, five, six minutes. And then after that, you switch the roles. And, you know, so the person who listens will just listen without an agenda. And the person who talks as much as possible will just give all the information. And what I found is that it really helps me to articulate how I like to be loved, how I really want it, and for my partner just to listen to it with an open heart, with no agenda, and just knowing that this is how I want to be loved. And the most amazing thing is the next time we make love, usually some of these elements are incorporated, and it always changes. You know, I could do this communication again in two weeks, and I might say something totally different. And so in that way, it really keeps our sexual connection fresh and invigorated, every time when we do this communication. Hmm. You know, really, it's like, before we make love, we have to learn the tools of intimacy. And that really, you know, like, you know, a lot of people come in and just say, give me the sexual techniques. But the bottom line is, making love is way bigger than just the sexual techniques. It has to do with, really, how to create intimacy. And intimacy is this vast, thing, right? You know, it has, you know, just everything to do with you and your partner and connection to do. So one of the ways we feel to be more present, and that's what I consider presence is like one of the foundations of great lovemaking, is to create a sacred space. Create a sacred space that you can move into and you and your partner can honor each other before lovemaking. And then once you begin to make love, or once you begin to practice, you're in a sacred space where you're not going to be bothered by the doorbell or the email or your Facebook or, or the kids or the dog or whatever, because you're present with your partner 100% going for it, making love in that sacred space, or, or whatever you happen to be doing in this sacred space. Now, you know, Lakita mentioned communication, you know, sacred space, and if you're really going to do a a sexual practice, like I would say, there's something called the Moore session, where you set your intention of not having a genital orgasm, and have your partner pleasure you. Just have your partner pleasure you, and you have to communicate with your partner, 
and you direct your partner faster, slower, stop, whatever it is, right, you know, to, to bring you to a high state of arousal. Your intention is not to have a genital orgasm. So you do that with the movement, breath, sound, and communicating to your partner. And like when you feel yourself rise up close to an orgasm, you would breathe deep. You would like make some sounds. You would move your body, begin spreading that energy throughout your body. You'd tell your partner probably to slow down some so you could spread that energy out. You would set an intention about, hey, I'm not going to do that. So with that, you, you would have your session last like for quite a long time because you, you, you're going to have like a variety of peaks moving up through this tantric map of ecstasy. Like you'd come to a plateau, you'd probably level off and fall down a little bit. You would come to another plateau after a while, you'd probably level off because when you're leveling off, you're having to like tell your partner to slow down or you're breathing some more, you're squeezing your PC pump, you're squeezing your PC muscle. If you squeeze it really hard and let go, that'll take you down a half a notch on your excitement level. A deep, slow breath will take you down a half a notch on your excitement level. Ah, And you go through that at least five times. At least five times come to those peaks, right? And if you really want to have a genital orgasm at that that point, fine. But if not, just let it go. And you're going to notice that you don't really need to have that genital orgasm after a while because your body gets into a, such an ecstatic place. You just, you just drop that need for, to have a genital orgasm. And, and like you're probably thinking, what? Are you crazy? I need a genital <laughs> orgasm. But you can find out you can come to a place in, in your life, in your lovemaking, in your self-pleasuring, that that genital orgasm is not necessary. It's like some quick route where you can go way farther than that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's like that's a practice. And, like, you could, you know, after one person is pleasured, like if you're doing it with your hand or your mouth or whatever, you know, you could take a little break and then you could say, it's my turn. But the important thing is, is, like, if somebody's pleasuring you, you have to say, this is where I'm at on a scale from 1 to 10. You have some form of communication. Like mm-hmm. an eight and a half is the point of no, no return. You have to let your partner know, hey, I'm in an eight. And you know, you better mm-hmm. be breathing, moving, and making sound, right? So and speaking of point of no return, unfortunately, <laughs> Steve, I have to coitus interrupt us you because I'm reaching a 10. <laughs> um, we are at the end of our show, so I have to close Already? it up. Uh, there's, I know, it goes so fast. Thank you so much, Stephen Lakita, for being on today. Again, their website is ecstaticliving.com. That's ecstaticliving.com. Go there, check it out. They also have my DVDs there and all my goodies, so um, you can get my stuff there as well. And if you want to check out my new site, it's sexisyou.com. Do you love? I have so enjoyed Sex with Jaya today. Have you? Let us join in and enjoy. Yeah, we have enjoyed it too. (laughs) It's great. Everybody's enjoyed Sex with Jaya today. We'll see you next week.
You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. 